0: How he kills his friend Don't forget there's Joe Battelle Writing about some twink, some twink romance They always
1: break his, heart, break his heart And mind. run away Catching up with Mike and Joe
0: Now it's time to start the show Hey Joey Hello, Mike Lawson! And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That is Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we just catch up. Yes, we do.
1: Yes, we do, yeah, Mike Lawson. I, That's what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week!
0: <laughs> it's crazy you have so much energy right now. I know, and, and I, I just two told hour, you yeah. I'm
1: very low energy. You know what? I'm shocked I'm not low-energy. Maybe this is why I'm so high-energy. I just watched the most boring movie. I lost two hours and 15 minutes of my life. Have you seen this Little Women? Oh, no. But I was kind of looking forward to it.
0: I kind of have heard so many good things about it. I was like, oh, I can't wait to be in the right place in time for
1: this. (sighs) See, I watched it in just the next room. Okay? Yeah? And so maybe it's something you have to see in the theater i don't know it jumps back and forth all the time it's hard to follow what time period they're in um, um and then like the, i not even joking there was a certain point where i like oh this is i'm clearly halfway done with this movie cuz it's 2 hours and 15 minutes and i was like and it only been half an hour
0: <laughs> i really have heard people saying good things about it i and i was looking forward to it but i wonder if do you have to like be a fan of little women <laughs> To, do you know what I mean? Like you have to like know the. Well, the I never books read the kind of, book, and I've never seen yeah. any of the movies. This
1: is my first exposure to Little Women. Um. Huh.
0: Well, yeah. maybe that's why you have a lot of energy.
1: Yeah, I just I just rested. Yeah. Anyway, Mike Lawson, what's going on with you? I'm so excited to hear Nothing, your stories.
0: Not not a thing. So should I go in
1: order? Uh, that's I, up to you. How everyone um, handles their stories, how they handle their stories.
0: Let me st- let me start with this just like um and there's like some serious uh stuff that happened in it too. I know you're going to tell jokes around it and I sort of wish that Lori Roggenkamp Cap was in the the chat room because last week she she put a seed in my head mm-hmm. that I was hearing her say these words even though they were chat- typed into the chat. I want to kill hearing her, her voice in my head. I was hearing her voice in my head uh oh, oh, for the past few days. But anyway, um I'm at home. I'm at my home and not at uh, the personal trainer's house. Yeah, because
1: everyone should know, if you don't remember, is last episode, Mike told us how he was supposed to be house-sitting for his personal trainer slash fuck buddy for two weeks. Yeah. And so clearly you're at the fuck buddy's house right now. How is it going, (laughs) Mike Lawson?
0: No, so he came back today, actually. Oh. Um, But let me... So rewind. Mm -hmm. So I go to his house. I'm house-sitting. Things are going really good. Mm-hmm. I his place is just like a perfect amount of space for one person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, a one person and two dogs. It just was like,
1: where does he live? And, in Oakland,
0: it's, or, or in, uh, yeah. it, it's in Oakland, yeah, okay. not too far from my house. Okay. um, actually, close enough. I mean, it would be a long walk, but like, I could walk home and like get stuff if I, you know, forgot I don't know mm-hmm. whatever a belt, mm-hmm. you know, I could just go home and get to get it. Yeah, so. I'm house sitting. Things are good. His dogs are just like really mm-hmm. well behaved, and I'm sure he
1: barks at them. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, where he barked at you at the dinner table.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's why they're well behaved. is Because yeah. he's that's him. That's yeah. his personality. Mm-hmm. So uh, things are good. So, cut to Tuesday night. Um, I get home from rehearsal of Memphis the Musical where I'm doing the assistant stage oh, managing I told right. you about. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's about 10 o'clock at night. And uh, before re- rehearsal, I stop and I play with the dogs. I fed them, let them out, did all of that. Then I go to rehearsal and I came. And then after rehearsal, I was like, okay, let's go for a walk. So mm-hmm. we there's like a high school by his home. So I kind of walk along the high school. Mm-hmm. And um as I'm walking back on the other side of the street, mm-hmm. and remind you, it's ten o'clock, it's near high school, so there's these like orange lighting, this orange light situation going on, right? Mm-hmm. And as these people are approaching, I could see they have two dogs with them, and one of them is like a very large pit bull looking thing. Mm-hmm. And because of the lighting, I just assumed it was on a leash, like why would you be walking a dog like that, not on a leash, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So as we kind of get parallel to them, um, I kind of – so I'm looking forward, and then I look to my side, and the, the pit bull dog is, like, charging at us. Oh. He's halfway halfway in the street already. And oh, what's the owner doing? They kind of, like – he yells. He yells something at us. Lancelot!
1: It, right? Lancelot!
0: His name is Moo Oh, Okay. And uh, that basically so the dog comes at us and like it's I mean, in a, it's very weird a little bit, but I'm walking around with some trauma about all of this. Like, no, it makes sense. I've had to I've had to relive the story a few times and mm-hmm. like recently today quite a bit because I was retelling it, things to the owner, the personal trainer. Mm-hmm. So the dog's coming at us and I kind of like put my leg in between him and the dog mm-hmm. and dogs because there's two of them and then also and this is like kind of the like the most disgusting point of it i pu- I'm pulling them by their leashes mm-hmm. and then they're kind of yelping because I'm like hurting them mm-hmm. right but I like I'm in that split de- split second I'm making the decision like hurt them this way or let that dog hurt them however he's yeah. gonna hurt them mm-hmm. um so he grabbed one of the dogs um and pulled her and when he started to pull her and like by the way, the amount of time it's taken to tell this story is already, like, ten times longer than this whole incident.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was it had just happened so fast. So the he pulled her, and as he pulled her, I let go of the leash because the owner was right behind the pit bull. But also, like, I didn't want to play tug-of-war with a, this dog. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I would just be ripping it, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so the dog has your dog in its teeth.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. And then he
1: drops her.
0: Okay. And and the owner is right there on her, and then she comes right to me and like, you know, hides behind me. And he, before the, you go, before
1: you do anything, I'm gonna have to interrupt you here. I'm sorry. I just yeah. need to know for my own mental television. What does the owner look like? I'm, I have in my own someone who has a pit bull that they walk around without a leash around the neighborhood. I okay. just have an image in my head. Could you please tell me what the owner looked like?
0: Yeah, he kind of is a little Guido-y, like, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. kind of, uh, in a weird way, it, it, this probably has something to do with the way he was dressed, too. He had on, like, a knit um beanie, a black uh-huh, knit beanie. It was, uh-huh. it was cold out. He had on, like, a black t-shirt and then, oh, like, a God. jean jacket, a heavy oh, jean jacket my over God.
1: it. Yeah, it's just, like, right out of central casting. Uh-huh.
0: And then, but then he had on exercise shorts. Uh-huh. And then like, you know how sometimes people will wear like like oh I guess leggings under their shorts. Oh god, what a fucking Chad. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so he had those on, and then he had on tennis shoes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. running shoes. hmm So he was with a girlfriend. So he pulled the dog over, the girlfriend got the dog, and then he came running back. Um we had we did have a couple of words, but like
1: no, no. What? No. What's his? I need to know this. You're saying we had words. Well, what the fuck so is his position?
0: It, it, the energy is like intense, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's like holding the dog, and I said something like, "Why the fuck isn't he on a leash?" Yeah, and, and he was. He like came at me back with words, and then I was like, "Look, I'm not trying to like fight with you, but your dog just did that. Like, we have to get out of this situation." Mm-hmm. And so he pulls the dog back, and he. To his girlfriend, and he comes running over. Mm-hmm. And he, at the but from this point on, he will, well, from the point, like he was never like really mean or angry. Mm-hmm. By the way, why should he be? But he didn't come at me that way. He kind of was like scared, all everyone was rattled. The whole situation, it was like just so tense. Mm-hmm. And we sat on the ground, and um, he was like, let's just make sure this dog is okay because it didn't look like there was any bleeding or anything, but we. Mm-hmm like sat to kind of try but then the dogs were just all ramped up you know what I mean yeah. like so after we determined that she wasn't bleeding yeah. she was letting us touch her everywhere too we, I was like mm-hmm. S- ooh oh shit can you hear me yeah oh hold on fuck uh, I can hear you but I'm not talking well I mean like I know you're there oh okay <laughs> i
1: think I- hello
0: hello okay okay wait can you like talk a little bit because i can't tell if it's fixed unless i hey dare.
1: everybody welcome to uh catching up with mike and joe we're doing an unusual okay okay okay, okay. okay, there okay. We go. sorry about it right. um what was i saying <laughs> you the dog was then you touch her all over him all over
0: oh yeah, yeah like i'm squeezing her legs and stuff and she's not like doing anything other than like not wanting to be there, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So, the guy tells me a few things about his life. He's a nurse. A nurse. He uh, here's the shittiest part of all of this, yeah. in my opinion. He also told me his dog used to be very aggressive when it was going through puberty. What? But he got it fixed after puberty, and okay. he's been better. Okay. So there's been no incidences. Yeah, That okay. was his defense for why. That's what he told me when I was like, why are you walking this dog with no leash mm-hmm. if he, if he's like this? And he was like, mm-hmm. well, he hasn't been like this since we got him fixed.
1: I would and just like, I, even if the dog was the calmest dog of all time, he would be on a leash in my world.
0: You, you That's why there's a leash law. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and so he told me this has happened before. Oh my um, god! But but it was before the dog was fixed. Mm-hmm. He also told me he was, showed me like the building they live in. Mm-hmm. He told me his name. He said the dog's name is Moomoo. Moo. He mm-hmm. said if anything happens, everyone knows him. Mm-hmm. But Joey, this is I made the one mistake I made, and I feel mm-hmm. bad about this. I didn't get his phone number. Oh, I certainly should have. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't know, like it just didn't happen. But then also. Like um, I don't, I don't know the the dog like we the once I knew the dogs were good or I thought mm-hmm. the dogs were good oh they're not I was good. like look no they're not good I was like let's get out of here like mm-hmm. you know I needed to leave okay okay so cut to okay we get first of all before I get into the house the dog that got um bit mm-hmm. she. I mean, she was scared, but, like, we went back to the house, and she took a dump still. And a poop. Yeah. Like, she was, like, okay enough to do that. Or maybe okay. she just really had to poop. Uh-huh. And then we go into the house, and she kind of, like, runs to her bed and, like, curls up and hides. Mm-hmm. But, like, traumatizing. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. And she let me, like, pet her and, like, do all of that. Is she, like, The shaking? next morning. Say it again? Is she shaking? Oh, a little bit, yeah, sure. Um, but right. also, like, this is that's not super out of the character for yeah. this dog. Like, oh, okay, a, a really loud, like, uh, on mm-hmm. trash day, if the dumpsters get banged in the wrong way, she might yeah. be a little shaky for a little mm-hmm. bit. She's just kind of that kind of dog, which that hurts my heart even more that this happened to her. Mm-hmm. So, Uh, The next day, I called in sick to work because I was like, I'm not leaving this dog. Like, I wanted to monitor to make sure she was like feeling okay. Mm -hmm. I wanted to like keep checking out like her muscles in the back to make sure like Mm -hmm. things are fine. Right. Um, Also, I should tell you at this point, I have not told the personal trainer that anything's happened to the dogs.
1: Oh, God. Okay.
0: Because in my head... Be- so before he left, he told me, like, hey, on my last vacation, like, th- one of his girlfriends watched the dogs, and she was sending pictures every day, and that just made me sad, and I missed the dogs, and I couldn't go home t- to see the dogs. He is a very sort of, like, he gets homesick very easy, okay? Okay. We had talked about this. And I should also tell you, I guess back, this is a long-ass story. Um, I should also tell you, personal trainer told me... The day before the weekend before the dog's uh that the incident, he said that he was considering coming home uh at the end of the week instead of the following week. So he was considering cutting the trip short. Okay. Okay. Where did he so, go again? I'm sorry. Peru. Okay. But but he was kind of going to, like, two locations in Peru, and he could cancel the whole, like, second leg of the trip okay. and just come home instead. And it would only cost, like, a couple hundred bucks, but he would save a couple hundred bucks, and yeah. he, w- he would get home early. mm mm-hmm. um, So he's kind of considering this. The dog incident happens. And then in my head, I'm starting to, like, overanalyze or just really kind of go at myself. And I'm like, I tell him... Which will take him out of vacation mode. And then he'll certainly come back. And then what if it's not a big deal? Mm -hmm. And then I just encourage him to cancel his trip. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking, like, what if this is bad? And then he's like, why the fuck didn't you tell me the minute it happened? Yeah. And so I'm just going, like, back and forth. Like, this is the best thing. No, wait, that is the best thing. And, like, Mm -hmm. really just beating myself up. And then weirdly what really helped is i you know philip friend of the show
1: yeah friend of the show <laughs> philip mhm always always um, the beacon of uh, wisdom and uh, <laughs> doing the right thing
0: mm-hmm. so he's my ex boyfriend <clears throat> from from when i was a child really mm-hmm. um and he's kind of uh he doesn't make good choices no but he's a person and he's also very rec- recently had a lot of dog trauma so he had like one dog that like jumped out of a moving car. Oh my and, gosh. Yeah, and it was like very injured and mm-hmm. like he had to make some really tough choices and then he also just put his second dog to sleep very recently and like mm-hmm. dog trauma is just kind of like he talks about it a lot too. It's just kind of like his stuff. So whatever. I was like, "Hey, um and also I should also say like in our, one of our last conversations, he mm-hmm. kind of talked about how he not he owes me stuff, but he was like, "I, I like, just hope I get to pay you back somehow, some way." S- stuff yeah. like that. That was like part of our conversations, right? Yeah. Sure. As we're aging into mm-hmm. uh, death, mm-hmm. he. So I was like, "Hey, I actually need some some dog advice. You're mm-hmm. you're a dog person, like, help me out with this." So I mm-hmm. kind of explained everything, the injury that I see on her, and, mm-hmm. and like, what should I do, mm-hmm. and um luke's and it wasn't his his car it was his dog was with somebody and it jumped out of a moving car mm-hmm. but anyway um so philip was like look if it was my car if it was my baby i would want to know immediately mm-hmm. so you should tell him immediately mm-hmm. and so that night i texted him and was like hey um well so this is the the next day oh, oh god this story is super long and it really f- feels like it's it was only, like, a two-day thing. It's taken me two days to tell it.
1: No, you're but uh, Just go ahead. They There was, meanwhile, there was a little bit meanwhile, of... Meanwhile, uh, I, you know, I just did a show with Taylor today. And I'll yeah. be like, what did you think of the shoes? And I'm looking at the clock, and he, it's, like, five minutes later, and he's still talking about the shoes. And I was like, oh, my God. It's just like, I just needed, like, a 30-second. What do you think of this? Anyway, go ahead. So,
0: the following... Or, so, later that night, so this is uh, almost 24 hours later, mm-hmm. the dog um, is, like, uh, she, I mean, she, uh, you put her food down, and she'll, like, walk to it instead of run, mm-hmm. so I'm, like, she's, like, injured, right? Like, she's hurting. Whether or not it's, like, serious, I'm not sure, but, like, ugh, right? Mm-hmm. So, that happened, and then also, she was, like, licking a spot, okay. and, when I tried to like touch the spot to Mm -hmm. examine it, she yelped and I was like, ah, fuck something's happening here. Yeah. So, um, I text him and said like, Hey, I'd like to talk to you in the morning about this, uh, something that's happened. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, your dog is okay, but Mm -hmm. something very serious did happen to her that I'd like to actually speak to you. Cause we mostly were texting. Mm -hmm. I would actually like to speak if you're able, whatever. So we jump Mm on the, Oh, he also then so then he calls me at three AM
1: uh our California time. But th- I feel okay. Yeah.
0: They're only a they're a little different. I don't even know what
1: time they are They might even on hold on for a second. Heart. Do you know what part of what what country or what city he was? Let's say let's say Lima. Yeah. Hey computer, what time is it in Lima, Peru? Now everyone should know it. it's eight thirty P. M. here now. In Lima, it's eleven twenty eight PM. They're three hours ahead. So he calls you at six. So he wakes up, sees the text message.
0: Calls me. Yeah, yeah. calls you. And so uh, we jump on the phone. I explain everything. He, in our conversation, was, um, I should also tell you, I he's an assertive person, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm afraid to say it, but, like, aggressive in the way he speaks, too, mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I've told you, like, one of the big turn-offs of personality is that he's kind of a, like, well, if you don't like the truth, yeah. that's your problem, kind yeah. of, like, person. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I think that's just an excuse to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. And he, so I was a little bit worried about how he was gonna kind of like treat me as well. Which I know it's selfish because his dog's sitting there injured, and I'm mm-hmm. worried about if he's gonna yell at me. But I, w- I mean, I was worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he actually was very level-headed. We walked through what happened. He, um. He said something in the conversation I really that really kind of made me feel good that like as I walked through all the details, like there was nothing that I was doing that he Like it, if he wasn't in Peru, that would have been him mm-hmm. on that walk and the same exact thing thing would have happened. I didn't do anything wrong. But what about the phone like, number I was,
1: part? What? What about the phone number
0: part? Well, that didn't come up yet. Oh, okay. And so <laughs> um I mean, I was walking the route he told me to walk, the, that the dogs like to walk. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, they were on leash the way he told me to walk with them even. Like, they mm-hmm. walk on the right. Like, he trains so well, and he didn't want to come back and have untrained dogs. So, he, like, really did teach me what he wanted done with the dogs, and I was doing mm-hmm. it at all. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he tells me, though, that he thinks that he agree- – well, because I was like, I I think that I should go to the vet this the now that there's like some dry blood on her like it just worries me and she's like very tender so the next day i took her to the vet they did like a clip and clean where they just like clipped around it flushed it out it isn't she's not she has pain meds and she has antibiotics so it's not super serious i mean she struggles to walk she has a bald spot and like a little sore but Mm -hmm. it could have been a lot worse yeah the the end um, but can I tell you, since Tuesday, mm-hmm. I have been on fucking edge. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I haven't really slept because every time I hear noise, I, like, wake up to see if the dog is, like, moving or in pain or licking the spot or, like, yeah. just fucking exhausting. Yeah. Um. I called in sick Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday <gasps> to be with the dog.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: I just have like been uh, all about this. Mm-hmm. Um him coming home is like such a relief. Um I can even like I've never I mean I I tend to kind of be like a big spoon kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. But when he came home and like he we just like hugged and like just to just cuz I've been dealing with all of this alone too. Like it's just me making decisions about something that's so important to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like getting the embrace, just like it finally was relaxed, and like <laughs> I'm just so happy to be home and like be able to be here alone and not have to look at a dog.
1: <sighs> now let me
0: ask you this question. But also, all week, Lori's voice was in my head saying, "Like, Donald trainer is going to make you pay for something." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, over and over, I was like, "Fuck, Lori was right."
1: <laughs> now, for everyone who hasn't been listening recently, like Zippers in the chat room. <laughs> Here's what I love: Zippers is not zipper. Everyone should know before the show started. This Zippers comes in the chat room. He goes, "Hey guys, there's no new shows in iTunes." I'm like, yeah, what's <laughs> that? That's like October, right? And then, so that's fine, right? Whatever, who cares, right? But now he's, like, commenting as if he's, like, he's, like, looks like Mike Lawson single again, sigh. And I'm, like, you don't know what's going on in the past four or five months. So to bring up the speed scissors, scissors, zippers, is in the last episode, Mike Lawson was, fuck this personal trainer guy. Yeah. I'm so over him because he yelled at Mike Lawson at at the restaurant. Sit up. Sit up. How are you going to hear me from an extra six inches away? What he said was, I'm not going to yell. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to yell. Yeah. Because <laughs> you leaned back in your chair. So you were like, okay, you know what? I'm already committed to watching his fucking dogs. And then I'm yeah. out of here. I'm done. So yes. now is it one of these weird, this, cause it could go, do you think A, he's done now because of what happened? Or B, now are you stuck in this because of what happened?
0: neither okay um i actually think for all the flaws there's something really great about him too that it does none of none of the kind of like normal shit matters like i'm not committed to him he's not committed to me on our car ride from the airport he told me about the guys he fucked in
1: peru oh really oh okay
0: yeah yeah yeah. like it's good and like the energy between us today was not sexual at all mm-hmm. but there were moments where like when we got back to his house where we kind of like um, were standing it, it, we were standing talking and then we kind of like g- kind of became in we I don't know melted into an embrace and mm-hmm. just kind of like hugged and held each other and stuff and so like I don't know he's a he's a friend that I fuck mm-hmm. or will you know what I mean like yeah. I feel like that could be good but i don't know for the next few times we don't have to fuck or i don't know next time i see him maybe that's all we'll do
1: i don't know you know how luke's name is super weird he's with the weirdest shit in the chat room
0: does he know that the person's trainer is a pothead that invites me over to play video games though
1: no no b he <laughs> said only, every couple only every couple only needs one type a i are you type a no yeah
0: Yeah. He is actually a pothead that plays video games. I believe it. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of the dog sitch, but fuck, it's exhausting. Um, I got home probably around 6 o'clock, and just the – I have – my house is – my space is a little tore up because I brought stuff to that house, and, like, Mm -hmm. I was in just – Exhausted, and I had to like set my computer back up because I brought it over there. You know, mm-hmm. oh, it's just a lot. <laughs> I'm tired. That's all. I want to go mm-hmm. watch Little Women.
1: No, you don't. Yeah. No, yeah, you'll, you'll go to sleep.
0: That would be good. Um, what's up with you? How are you?
1: Um, I gotta tell you the story. Hold on, I gotta write something mean to zippers. <laughs> well. Look, here's the deal is zippers is Mr. Tell Stories to in his head. Like he's all like, Thanks, Joe. I'm bad because I didn't get to listen to all of the live shows. Mia Copa. Like, no, there's the light the, this is I have to close the I have to close this window. Yeah. I'm not looking at it anymore. And then Humble Pie, she's like, Don't worry about it, Zippers, because you have a life. No, Zippers go zippers stop listening right now and go listen to episode 277 it's only 10 minutes long and then come back here it's just it's, it's so weird it would be as if i was in like a the a, a, a lost like there was a lost uh podcast like a, the recap of the show lost and i'd only seen the first two seasons and they're talking about the last season and i'm like hey guys uh what's going on with the monster in the woods I wonder why that guy's reading all those numbers, and you're like, "What? Sorry, I'm on the last season of Lost." Wait, okay, that's fine. Why are you on a Lost week? Re- ah, How are you, Joey? Let me tell you this: You know I was doing that cleanse. Uh oh, uh, were? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. <laughs> so, um. I was super into the cleanse, too. It's super healthy. I was super, super into it, right? Yeah. And then last Saturday, and I, I, this is important to the story. I The day I started the cleanse, that day was chosen specifically, okay, because in the three weeks starting with that day, I had no real pressing social engagements that required like food or anything. Like, I'm not going to go to the Super Bowl or anything, right? And it would end exactly when I would have the next social engagement, like literally the day before. So I was like, oh, what a perfect, you know, perfect. Okay. So last Saturday, my mom wakes up, you know, my parents wake up in the morning and, I, you know, and my mom, you know, she's been having um, like um, arthritis problems, right? Mm. And so she likes to go for a walk, but she doesn't like, as everyone people should know, I live in a very hilly neighborhood. But down the street, like literally a 30-second drive, and because my mom can't do hills, we have to drive to this park. A 30-second drive away is a park with a flat walking path, okay? Cool. So my dad and my mom were going to go there. My mom goes, do you want to go on the walk with us, Joey? And I go, you know what? I'm on this health kick. I'm going to go to this park, okay, with them, and go for a walk. So I, you know, uh, put on my fancy exercise shorts and some leggings. I have my pit bull, I walk without a leash. and then I grab <laughs> I also grab my uh, head my wireless uh, earbud case, throw it in my pocket, go out the door with them. And I'm telling you, this is a 30second drive, okay? And I've probably talked about this in the show before. My mom is a mom, and she nags. And then my dad I believe is on, I've said this before, is I believe he's on the spectrum. Yeah. Okay. And he obsesses, right? Yeah. So in that 30 second drive, I have, uh, Andy Asperger's and, uh, Betty Batant's coming at me where he, he starts it. He's like, have you gotten your oil changed? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't gotten my oil changed. I should get a change. You need to get your oil changed. You haven't got when did you get the car? You haven't gotten your oil changed? My mom's like, Joey, you really need to get your oil changed. If you don't get your oil changed, the car's gonna explode. Do you need to get your oil changed? You gonna get your oil changed? And I'm like, Yes, I'm gonna get thank you. Thank you for reminding me. You're right. I, I haven't gotten my oil changed. It's a very good idea. I should get my oil change. You need to get your oil changed, Joey. Do what, if something happens to that car, you know, and I'm like, you know what, guys? They're gonna get to the park. I'm gonna put my headphones in. I'm done. Yeah. And I open the headphone case and They're one not there. well one of them is missing. And the way these the way these particular earbuds work, one of them is a master, one of them is a slave. Yeah. I mean, and the one that's the master is missing. It's not oh, there. I no. go,
2: oh fuck,
1: it's by my bed. And yeah. I go, can you guys drive me back to the house so that we, I can get the so I can, you know, listen to stuff while i like, no, you could deal with it. Just don't, don't use headphones. Right? And I go, guys, come on, just take me back. Nope, bye. <laughs> laughing at me. <laughs> right? And they go for their walk, okay? Yeah, yeah. And they go, you want it so bad, go, go back to the house and get it. Sure. And, it's, and by the way, it's up this super steep hill. So I, with no headphones,
2: <laughs>
1: walk all the way back to the house. And I am uh-huh. fucking fuming i'm fuming the entire way there i'm like fuck them fuck them right and like they're so getting the cold shoulder for me right like because i started doing the math in my head if my this is true actually regardless of the earbuds if my niece forgets a pencil at the house right one of my nieces they'll call my they'll call my brother and he'll be like they have a, a, a hundred pencils they're fine no, but she she left this pencil. She left this pencil here. Come on, we gotta go. And then they'll drive all the way to my brother's house to deliver a pencil. My brother's like, y- it's a pencil, right? I say, drive me back thirty. 30- no, they laugh at me, and I go, I was going through every my bro- well. First of all, my brother wouldn't do. My brother would fucking take the keys from them and drive back himself. Which what? Is- you know what? I probably should have just done that. Now that I think about it, like, give me the keys. I'm just gonna drive and go get it. You guys go for your walk. And, um, but it's just the principle of it. And they laughed at me, right? So I'm like, fuck them. So I just locked myself away and like, I'm not talking to them. I'm done, right? Didn't talk to them the whole day. It ignored them. Wouldn't talk to them. Okay? This is healthy, yeah. Yeah, super healthy. Next morning, now they, they go to church at 9 a.m., okay? They go to uh, church. And uh, they're and I usually go in the morning and say hi to them, and didn't say hi to them at all. Right now, here's the deal: is I know my parents, and they're becoming very white people. And what I mean is, they would rather just. My, my brother's the same way too. They're not gonna. They're never gonna apologize to you. They're not going to apologize. So the way they apologize is through some sort of means. Like my brother will just give me cash, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or buy me a present or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. But my parents, something. Yeah, yeah. But, Food, yeah. yeah but no, my parents are take me to eat. Yeah. Right? So I know, like, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, I know what they're going to do. After church, they're going to take me to eat. And I'm like, and you know what? They're probably thinking they're going to get off easy because of this cleanse. Uh-uh, N- I am going to go, and I'm going to get the most exp- – I turn into petty batants. I'm going to get the most <laughs> expensive meal on this menu. Okay? Okay. So they, they, sure enough, right when church gets out, they text me and they're like, "Uh, are you on that clan still? And I go, "Uh, I'm taking a break today because it's Super Bowl Sunday. And they're like, do you want to meet us at this Mexican restaurant? I'm like, yes. So so then I go there and I meet them at the Mexican restaurant and I order the most expensive thing on the menu, right? And then I'm like, well, fuck it. It's Super Bowl Sunday, right? So I went okay. with John Paul to dinner, We went to this ramen place, they had ice cream. Oh, let me you about this ice cream. There are so many buried stories because I was on that vacation with Carlo that I don't know if I told in the show, but remember I told this right before Carlo came. I told a story in the show where John Paul and I went to Salt and Straw, like we do every Sunday, okay? Yeah. And there was this um, uh, Twinkie worker there named yeah, Stefan. You told us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I tell you, though, when I went again with Carlo and Jay Ellis and Lori Roggenkamp that he was working again? No. Oh, okay. yeah. So when Carlo was here, we went to salt and straw and he was working. And when we get there, I go, look, guys, I tell him, do you remember that story I just told? That's him. That's him right there. It's Stefan, right? hmm So I sidle up to this salt and straw the bar, and I go, Stefan, right? And he's very really like, hmm. Like, almost do I know you? Yeah. And everyone's just like, "Oh, this is awkward," because Joe was talking about how they were flirting with each other and stuff like that. And he I'm like, "Can't even remember him." And I go, "Stefan, it's me, Joe." And he goes, "Like, um, hmm, yeah, right." So I'm yeah. like, "Okay, whatever." I just went. I didn't go like, "Of course you remember me, right?" We just ordered our ice cream, whatever, right? Well, on this past Sunday when I went with John Paul, uh, I go and I see the Stefan working, but I'm like, huh. I'm going to give him the time of day, right? So he didn't help me and John Paul. He was busy doing other things. This woman helped us. And so I'm talking to her. I'm yucking it up. And John Paul, at one point, while she's getting one of us ice cream, John Paul elbows me. And he goes, why are you being a dick? And I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, the Stefan keeps looking at you and like going like every time, like, I guess I would turn. I I really did not notice this. I guess every time I'd kind of look at him, he'd give me like the what's up with his head. And uh-huh. I go, oh, no, I'm not seeing him. I go, but you know what? Fuck him. I don't care. Because when I was in front of my friends, John Paul, like, he kept staring at you. I go, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Because when I was in front of my friends, he pretended he didn't know who I was. I look the biggest liar, you know, and I go, I'm not into it. I'm done with Stefan. Anyway. Well, then now on Monday morning, I wake up and I realize now this entire cleanse now is off. Forever. No, not forever. No, 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 no. Until next Thursday. Okay. So on Thursday, like uh, the 13th. How sad is it that I don't have plans on the 14th? But on Thursday, (laughs) the 13th, I'm going back on the cleanse because I have an event on the 12th. And then actually, thank God I'm not on the cleanse. Um Remind me to tell you why so, uh, there was an amazing turn of events right before we started recording the show that uh, is exciting, right? So that that's good, another reason not to be in the cleanse. So yeah, so back on on Thursday the thirteenth for the net, and I have I have two weeks left, or maybe like ten days left of cleanse. I why have, are you waiting
0: till the thirteenth? What's the reason?
1: For, I have a couple of events. Uh, it was supposed to end on the eleventh. I see. Uh, yeah, and I have enough thing to go to on the twelfth. So that I wanna be like I wanna I wanna drink and eat food, right?
0: Yeah, smoke a cigarette.
1: Smoke no no, not smoke a cigarette. And so uh so on the thirteenth I'm back to doing it. But yeah. Okay. So anyway, so I told Petty but I mean I, I'm Petty Batans. I told Betty after the breakfast, she goes, She she that's actually how the name came out. She goes, Don't you oh she goes, Are you over are you over being angry at us? I go, now that you bought me the most expensive thing on the menu, right? And she Mm -hmm. goes, you didn't really pick that because of that, right? Tell me that's not true. You wouldn't be that petty. And I was like, well, call me Petty Patance because I did. (laughs) And then my dad came out. She didn't want to talk about it. So, yeah.
0: I've had – well, since the whole dog thing – I've well, not blaming the dog thing. It's also just living kind of a way. Like my eating habits have gotten real weird and bad. And so I need to get back on the – yeah, on the wagon. Mm -hmm. But also like my – Doing, I'm doing this. Um, wait, are you done with your story? Mm-hmm. So, I guess kind of my second story is I started working on Memphis, the musical. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, the, I mean, things are pretty good there and there's not tons to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my nights and weekends are pretty much booked mm-hmm. um, until the middle of March. So, um, we start like tech rehearsal tomorrow,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like 10 to 10, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my Saturday, Sunday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Ugh. And then we basically are just doing run throughs until we open on um, third. We have a preview on Thursday night and then we open Friday night. Wait, when's the 14th? Next Friday. Friday. So we open we actually open Wednesday night with the preview and then we have a Thursday night paid performance. And
1: how long does the show so, run for? Um, oh,
0: to the, yeah, yeah, the middle of March.
1: Yeah, to the middle of March. And you
0: know what? And it's really good. Like there's some really good talent in it. Um does it end before like, or
1: after your birthday?
0: It ends before my birthday. Oh, okay. I think March 15th. Which I know
1: you hate your birthday, but I'm sorry I brought it up. That's
0: all right. And then um it's good though. Like I'm learning a lot. They're kind of like making me do a little bit of everything. Um and one weird thing is so I'm the I'm an assistant stage manager mm-hmm. and there is a stage manager, right? Yeah. And she's I mean by design, her her job is to yell at people and get things in line and like mm-hmm. keep people on schedule and like it's kind of a loveless job, like or thankless job, I guess is the right word. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, nobody's her friend. Everyone like rolls her their eyes at her and like. But also, like, if she didn't do that, she would be failing at the job. Mm-hmm. So it's rough. But something weird that happens because she doesn't have like tons of friends on cast. She kind of has. Stuck her talons into me and like won't let go. And I'm, I Wait, mean, all that is she fat? No, she's actually hella skinny, probably oh. has an eating disorder. I'm pretty oh. sure That's interesting. because she drinks coffee into the like 24-7, She's on coffee or do you know that like herba mate tea? Oh, yeah, sure do, which I think is very caffeinated, mm-hmm. but she's always like just caffeine and um, I don't know, she, her energy is like intense. And the weird part is because she's so unlike, she kind of is like holds me close, which I'm cool with like to have a friend there because I don't know anyone barely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she kind of gives me like the gossip on like who's who and what's mm-hmm. what.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: then she also does this thing. So we're like in um, up until recently we were in like a rehearsal space and now we're on the stage. But in the rehearsal space, it's, like, it could get loud where there's all these, like, side conversations Mm -hmm. when stuff is happening. So every once in a while, she just yells, like, quiet, please. And everyone gets quiet, but it's, like, jolting and, like, again, makes people hate her because it's annoying. And so she'll do that. But then she'll, like, turn to me and, like, continue the conversation we were having. Mm -hmm. So she... It's just bizarre, like, and then I'm like, you just yelled at the room to be quiet, does that mean I'm not supposed to respond to you, or am I excluded from what you just yelled? Do you follow me, like... Yeah, 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 no, uh-huh. It, it's just weird, so there's a lot of that happening, so... But it's good, all in all, I'm I'm excited to kind of get it over with, though. <laughs> so it's like really filling up my schedule, but I, I knew that going into it.
1: But... but don't you think that puts a cramp in the ethical slut's Valentine's Day plans?
0: No, that puts great that's great because the ethical slut doesn't want to have a date on Valentine's Day.
1: Are there any cast members that you have your eye on? No.
0: Um right. I now mean there are there if the are show like,
1: was a flower drum song, man, watch out.
0: There are handsome men in the cast. Uh-huh. Um but there's no one that I would like, I feel like the there's, like, some handsome dancers, right? Mm-hmm. But they're all, like, early 20s. So yeah. there's that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, fun to look at. Yeah. Um, there's – I would say the average age of the cast, though, is probably, like, mid-30s. It's a – you know, everyone's kind of on my age or
1: close to, give or take. No, I know that um, – how do I put this? I don't think we can talk about this on this show. Is there was someone that uh at work where you work where you were kind of flirting with him. But I don't think you ever met him. What? Mm-hmm. I'm you have to read between the lines. At my work? Mm-hmm.
0: He works in the same place that I work?
1: Yeah. You have to read between the lines. And we were flirting? Yeah. I think I think on the phone. Yeah, I think on on like uh on the apps.
0: <laughs> At my work? Mm-hmm. He worked in the same, like, he had the same employer as me? No, no. Oh, God, I don't know what you're talking about then, sir. Why don't you just say it? It's just Patreon listeners. That's true.
1: Well, I, well no, but you have the Zippers here. Who knows who <laughs> Zippers knows? Humble, Humble Pie's getting close.
0: Oh. Is it somebody in the cast? Yes. What about it?
1: Wasn't there somebody in the cl- cast that you were, like, flirting with?
0: Well, he wants... There was someone in the cast who wanted to do sex, but yeah. he's, like, in a relationship, but, like... Uh-huh. Like, in an... Enga- he's engaged. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. hmm I get weird vibes from it. So it, I feel like it's one of those things that, like... I might be tempted to do, but then I would immediately feel like, "Fuck! How many times do I have to wash my dick now?" You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. just not worth what kind of would linger afterward. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um. So that's your second story. So what? do you, But what? What's gonna happen when the show is done? Do you guys? Do you just move on with your life, or her? She moves on with her life, or?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait. wait here's the thing. I'm enjoying what I'm doing a lot. I'm also so the director does a lot of like local stuff and he really likes me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think he might like really like me, but mm-hmm. yeah, I also know he's married. I don't know. It could be, he's, he's, a, he's a very nice man and I mm-hmm. get a vibe from him that could or could not be a vibe. Mm-hmm. But that being said, mm-hmm. like we're working together really well. Like mm-hmm. we communicate very well. I think, I don't know. I just respect the guy. I feel like he respects me. So I feel like he could even ask me to come with him to his to a next show. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. our connection is so tight that mm-hmm. I, I suspect we might be friends beyond this.
1: Oh, interesting. So I don't know. What if know he said, I, and I'm, I'm being honest here. I don't know how you feel about this guy. What if he was like, wow, Mike, we really need a stage manager for this production of, uh, you know, uh, at, uh little women <laughs> okay right on the right? <laughs> and he's little like,
0: women's a musical you know that right there's it is? a musical version. there is a musical version yes oh.
1: and he's like would love to have uh you know you as a stage manager uh if you let me suck your dick would you let him well, well
0: let's take this in pieces <laughs> okay <laughs> i feel i mean he's i feel like i would let him suck my Well. If the thing, if the world was different, I feel like I would let him suck my dick, mm-hmm. um, because I think I like I'm attracted to the man. Oh, okay. But okay. then if if he was like, hey, let me suck my dick and I'll give you a job, I feel like that is like, gross. So then I would not want him to. Do you know what I mean? Like if the offer was phrased in such a way, mm-hmm. it makes the dick sucking less desirable.
1: I M O. All right. No, you're you're entitled to your uh, opinion. You know, I have my own little picadillos. Okay. Anyway, um. so I... What else do you got going on? I have a bunch of little stories. I've been doing a lot of these lately. And by the way, anyone who's in the chat room who's in the exclusive tier, like Humble Pie or Luke Stamen, clearly not Zippers. Um. And if you remember any stories from this Joe Batanzas week that I don't tell, make sure I mention them in the chat room. Um. But... um. One of the things I was going to tell you was, um, oh my god, I thought of the story and now it's gone. I told you, okay, oh, I already told you about Stefan. Um, oh, the ice yeah, cream no, boy, yeah, the ice cream boy. Okay, so, uh, um, Adam Vaught, okay, that's the bait, I'll tell the story. Adam Vaught has been applying for this uh position that he really wants. I don't want to say what it is, but notoriously, like it's famous for how hard it is to get this job.
0: Yeah. Okay? You're and so it's, funny. Why am I so funny? Um. D- b- just continue.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know about it, right? We talked about it with you. Um. Yeah. Okay. So it's notoriously difficult to get. He's been. I mean, this has been like a year long process. Okay. And the last thing he was waiting for the one last step, the most difficult step of all. Okay, so he text messages me the other day, and he says, "I made it past the last step." Oh my god! I'm like, "Oh my god! Congratulations!" Right? Yeah. So, whatever. Okay. Well, um, he had to remember the, the old iPhone that he had that he was that he's selling me, right? Mm, yeah. Okay. I wanted to go pick it up from his parents' house. He left it for me at his parents' house, right? So, I, uh, that day, just by chance, I call his parents to arrange the pickup, okay? And I'm talking to his mom, and I said, because actually, you know, his mom has a regular job, but his dad's, like, semi-retired. So, I actually called to speak to the dad. She goes, oh, the dad's at band practice. And I was like, oh, okay. And I go, uh, and then we're just chit-chatting, you know, Adam's mom and I. And then she goes, oh, my God, have you spoken to Adam? And I go, oh, about that job? And she goes, what happened with that job? And I go, uh, oh, no. Uh. I don't and I go, know anything. I know, but now I have to. I'm all, oh, well, he passed that last step. And she's like, oh, my God, he never told us. Oh, my God, it's so amazing. You know, but then I feel like shit, right? Because mm-hmm. then she's like, I was just asking if you heard. Of, Adam Vaughn is dating this girl who I don't even think. OK, I don't even think the story. OK, I'm going to tell a joke and then I haven't told that story. She goes, so Adam uh, has been casually dating this girl who, by coincidence, years ago worked with his older brother. And they figured this out. Okay? And so the mom's like, can you believe he met some girl in an app that knew his brother? And I didn't have the heart to tell her, like, "Um, I met a guy in the apps who my grandma almost adopted. (laughs) Do you remember that, Mike Lawson? <laughs> I do, yeah. But I don't think I've ever told that story on this show. I think I only told on what Summit would call lies. It wasn't. It was 12-minute stories. But I I still have it if yeah. you want it. Yeah. It was good. So, um, yeah, I don't think I've ever told that story on Catching Up. And so... um but I didn't tell her because, you know, she I just, yeah. that's an awkward conversation. So anyway, I go like, okay, and yeah. then I, I hang up, right? So, but it,
0: Real quick, yeah. my version of that story is I met a guy on an app that mm-hmm. I had fucked because I met him on an app before and we didn't realize it until after we had fucked the second time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, or remember the guy that you had, this is not related to that at all. Do you remember the guy that you had sex with and. Yeah. For some reason, like, you look at his phone or his phone came up and it said, like, Mark, question mark or something yeah. like
2: that?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, like, fell behind my nightstand. Oh, and so okay. I was like, I'll call it. And I when I called his phone, my phone number in his phone, just the caller ID came up as Mark,
1: question mark. <laughs> 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 Even though there was a great uh, gay version of The Onion. I don't know if there's a gay version of it, but it was an Onion-style headline, but a gay, ver- gay thing. Or maybe it was from The Onion. Sometimes they do gay jokes. Where it said, um, eight years later um boyfriend got man's local man's boyfriend still like bob grinder <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> or it's like in his phone book still is bob grinder anyway um so i i you know i'm i'm like oh i got to go right and she goes she goes well call you know adam's dad is at this band practice till tonight call him tomorrow morning and uh, i'll leave a note for him that you're going to call so i call in the morning and um, we arranged a pickup time, and I go to uh, pick it up, and I'm sitting there chatting afterwards, right? And he goes, "Oh, by the way, did you hear the? Uh... Wait, what did? Oh no, he goes. I was talking to Adam's uh, a mom or something. I can't. Adam will remember, but she told him about Adam, and I go, "Oh, about this job? And he goes. <laughs> And he goes, "What about this job?" And I go, "Oh my god,
0: it's like an I Love Lucy episode." It really Joe.
1: is. I don't know what was wrong with me. <laughs> I really don't know what was wrong with me at all. It was awful. Let me see if anybody that um uh in the so um oh the humble pie was talking about my Kirk Douglas story. I don't know if it's really worth telling, but Kirk Douglas died, and when I was a freshman, I met him, and he. Squeeze my my shoulder. By the way, you know, this is more of a... Your butt. This is more of a... This would almost be quite, kind of the way I would do a news story, but I'll still use it, is... Let me ask you this question. Do you have any Bernie bro-friends? Bro
0: I live with one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Alex, and it's intense. It's like it's intense
1: it, and i want the record like, to
0: show yeah go ahead it's turned into like uh ver- like he hates elizabeth warren like, okay that,
1: that's hate. what i want that's what i want to talk about yeah i want the record to show i am a diehard democrat and i don't care who the nominee is i know there's some sort of hashtag that's like keep true vote blue or something like that right but I will vote for whoever the nominee is. If Bernie Sanders is a nominee, I will donate to his campaign. I will canvass for him. We need to defeat Donald Trump, okay? Okay. But I do not understand the – not only do I understand, I actually openly dislike the Bernie bros. It's like, you know, to be honest with you, Adam vaught told me about how he was – I don't listen to this late political fist anymore. Dude. But he was in, they were talking about, uh, one of the hosts was talking about how he got in a, in a in a debate with a Bernie bro. And he was saying that the Bernie bros about them is that they always seem like whatever you bring up, they have a counter immediately, you know? And to me, in my head, when I think about, I mean, if I feel like I'm trying to leave a room and the guy keeps blocking me from leaving the room. Yeah, yeah. Cause like it for, feels like high school bullying. Yes.
0: A little bit. Yes. Yeah.
1: And it's always, even though I know Alex isn't white, but most of the time it's like, Like a guy in his 30s who's white, like a white, aggressive guy in his 30s. But, you know, it's people that I don't expect. Like, there's a person that we know who – I don't know if they – because I know her – you'll figure out what they tell you. I know her brother and sister used to listen to our show, but I don't know if they moved over to Patreon with us. And um, the brother is a hardcore Bernie bro to the point where I had to – Did he have testicular
0: cancer at one point? He did. Yeah, he did.
1: Okay. I had to mute him on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, Mike. It's intense. And this, and by the way, Mike would know this guy's a very gentle, like, yeah, person. But like, oh my god, it's just like boom, 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 intense. And then another friend of mine that I mentioned on the show, but I won't say here, he's a Bernie bro too, and it's just like it's it's really intense and it's scary.
0: Mm. Celeste's ex husband is, um, and I follow him on social media and stuff. And I don't know. I mean, on, on one hand, I feel like, I guess like in a primary, this you're supposed to not tear each other down, but like highlight the differences to help us decide which one we want to lead us. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's just, I don't know. On the other hand, I'm like, well, you don't want to tear each other apart so much in a primary that n- by the time we get to the general, you don't really love, you know, you run the chance of not really loving the person that we end up with. I know. I don't know. I know that's They're the, both – it's a both important, but I just – I don't know. How do we find the, the middle?
1: I know. It's – Mike Lawson, it is – it's insanity. It really is uh, like one of these things where um, I can't – I just can't with the, with the Bernie bros. I uh, and and that's the thing. Now the new thing is they're attacking Pete Buttigieg. Like nobody was like, it's like the queen was like, uh, the queen bee was attacked, and they're just like swarming, and it's just like. On Like, on the other people's friends, just, like, horrible, horrible things about Pete Buttigieg. And did you see that poll that came out? Like, they, intervi- they polled all of the supporters of all the presidential candidates with the question, if your candidate doesn't win, will you support whoever is a nominee? And every candidate, except for Yang and Sanders, it was mm-hmm. above 90%, except Yang and Sanders were both, like, 50%. Yeah. Who knew Andrew you know, Yang had, like, his own, the Yang gang, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I knew that. I mean, he has a like he has a Ben Shapiro sort of like following. Yeah, that I'm familiar with. But um, the Bernie bro, I don't. It's hard for me to wrap my head around.
1: Yeah, I, I don't get.
0: Um, it. Hey, I real quick before we go, mm-hmm. I wanted to update you on an old story of catching up. Oh, uh, if you have the time, I do. Remember, remember this therapist I was seeing. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Today at twelve forty eight p.m. He sent me a rather long text message. Oh, again? Today, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, go ahead. So uh, the last time we talked, basically, he sent a very long – it took me two screen grabs to send it to Joe. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, hypothetically, if I had sent it to Joe, it would have taken two screen grabs, but I would never, never betray someone's <laughs> trust and do that. But um, so where it left off was him saying, like, just to, like i just need to kind of um i i appreciate oh i guess i never really updated uh anyone except for you Joey mm-hmm. i did send an apology saying like hey you know i i, I do i recognize that that there my actions and my assumptions have caused you pain mm-hmm. and for that i i do apologize because I, it was not my intention, and I do realize, though, that I did cause you pain. So that I'm for that, I'm sorry. And he responded with a really long text saying, like, no hard feelings. He does kind of understand what happened. And um, he just had to make it clear to me, though, that he didn't want to be... When he, like, is in a relation When he's, like, dating, he doesn't like knowing that the person might just go with another option at any point. mm mm-hmm. And so... I said something like, well, there's always a chance that he's going to go with another option, mm-hmm. but I understand what you're getting at. And you know where to find me if, when you want to. Mm-hmm. Done, right? Yeah. Yeah. Heart emoji, red heart emoji, even. Mm-hmm. Not like blue, I'm your friend emoji, yeah. heart emoji, but like an actual red heart, okay? Mm-hmm. And so cut to today. So that's weeks ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Cut today. Today. Cut No, to it's not my concept.
1: One week ago. No.
0: Oh, yeah. Because we record every single week and we never mm-hmm. miss a week. Yeah. Um, so today he said, hey, I hope your week's been good. I'm reaching out because I really hate the way that we left things at, and he names the bar we were at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't want that to be our last interaction. The whole part of the evening is kind of a blur and doesn't feel great. I have also benefited from some reflection time, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're open to it, I think it would be nice to talk and was thinking of having you over for dinner some night in the near future. Is that something you would want to do? No rush to respond if you're mm-hmm. busy. Yeah. But but if you're interested, maybe we can get a date on the books. And if that's okay, too. And if not, that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. And that was that. And then I responded, who's this? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that, it's weird. I'm sort of torn because I feel that can go either way. That could either mean crazy or it could mean like, oh, he's evolved.
0: Well, he's saying, like, he wants—he's not saying, like, he wants to date again or anything. He's saying, like, he wants me to come over and, like, have a conversation. And he's a therapist, so I feel like he's, like, I need to—this needs closure. I need one more conversation. Like, I could see that being him in his character, Yeah, but do you
1: think, like—we don't—like, Taylor the Latte Boy's a therapist, and he's a crazy person. Do you think that it's almost a case of, like, knowing too much? So that you think, I'm supposed to be doing this. Like, when you're too um, aware of yourself, then like, so, like, he's like, this is how I'm going to show that I'm moving on, because this is what I should be doing. But, like, you have to let yourself follow the natural process. Like, I, I, I told you this privately, and I'll say this again. Everyone, for anyone who needs a, re, a re, uh, co- uh, recap on what happened, Mike Lawson went on a date with his therapist, and the therapist found out that Mike Lawson has been dating other people, which there was yeah. no promise of exclusivity anywhere, and he freaked and out.
0: A, de- a detail you're leaving out that I... To be fair, I should correct you, and I don't want to. Like, we had been dating, I would say, maybe close to, like, wait, October. Wait, October. We met in October. November, December, January. So, we were dating, like, three uh, three to four months. So, it's not like I went on a date with him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was many dates.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, he might be a crazy person, but... No, so what I was going to say – well, I am a crazy person too. It's like I actually understand all the emotions he was feeling. I understand. I I've, I've felt those emotions. I know where he's coming from. The only part where I disagree with him on, as much as it stings, is if it's that – like if the exclusivity part, which, again, I even understand the exclusivity part. People are wired yeah. different ways. But the part of, to me is if it was that important to him, why didn't he have that conversation between, before he slept with you?
0: yeah. And I, after he sent this text, I've, I've started thinking kind of just, you know, what's how I'm feeling with the personal trainer and stuff too. Like I feel like the way that I am going about the dating stuff is like I will just date many people. And then I think just organically, like I start spending more time with more with, you know, fewer and fewer people. And I don't know. I feel like if we had maybe talked about things sooner and he would have been cool with it who knows like maybe we maybe i would have just kind of become a a cool to see what it would be like to just date him but because Mm -hmm. it was like a thing then it was like not interested like i quickly just like yeah Mm -hmm. so anyway we're gonna i'm gonna go over to his house on sunday february 23rd after um i leave the theater interesting uh
1: what do you have going on next week
0: Uh, To be honest, just work and theater shit, and Uh, that's going to be my life for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, nothing really. Hired a new girl at work, Uh a woman, Mm -hmm. so I'll be training a woman.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. That's it. What about you? What's up on your end?
1: Well, I have that event where I'm hanging out with friends on the 12th, okay? Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we know. I'm also hanging out with TV's Jay Ellis on Saturday. Right, and also I've been trying to squeeze all these Oscar movies in, um, before I uh, see the Oscars, and that's where I'm going to next is. So the so last time I I talked to John Paul, I said um, we we're leaving. John Paul as we're jumping out of the car, we see each other every Sunday tomorrow. It's this Sunday at the Oscars. So he as he's jumping out of the car, he says, "What are you doing about the Oscars?" And I go, "Oh, because historically for the past few years, I've seen them with Chris and Mercedes." You know, yeah. But they're they're always tricky because some years they'll go to the Vanity Fair party. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. In the past few years, they haven't though. But I told John Paul I would check with Chris and Mercedes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I text Mercedes like that night m- or on Monday, and I go, "What's going on with the Oscars?" And she goes, "The Oscars are next." Like she's like, doesn't know when they are. And I go, "Yeah." And she goes, "I go, John Paul." And, I, and she goes, "Oh, you and John Paul should come over." Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So I told John Paul, and he's like, "Oh, would, I could tell Evil John he's invited to." Blah blah blah. Right.
0: Yeah. When the So, Mercedes and John Paul know each other from high school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do they hang
1: out no. often? No, I don't know. I don't think they've seen each hang other out since. They them very separately. They're very separately, usually. Uh, huh. In fact, Chris has only met John, the Johns one time. Uh, okay. This will be fun, then. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so then, literally 10 minutes before we went to record, Chris sends me a text message, and he's like... um, did Mercedes tell you that she and I got invited to uh, an Oscar party? I don't know if she told Uh. you. And I go, but then then it was a long long text message. She goes, but you and Jean-Paul can come with us. I checked. And it's um, it's Lulu Wang's party. So Lulu Wang is the writer-director of The Farewell, a movie that Chris produced. So we're going to Lulu Wang's house for this Oscar party. Her brother is a chef, and he's doing all the cooking. And Lulu Wang is dating barry jenkins the guy that did moonlight so maybe he'll be there we'll see if there's any celebrity sightings at my oscar party this weekend that I'm going to. yeah john, so, so i called john paul like, the one thing i was worried about the one thing i was worried about is evil john is just so, like okay i remember i told you he, he, he chris only met them one time yeah chris my friend michael and i were talking in a group at this party that the johns were to and evil john walked up to us goes to mike says to michael because someone must have said Joe's talking to Chris, and says, "I love all your movies." I'm blah blah blah. blah. But he's talking to Michael, not to Chris. <laughs> and Michael goes, "I think you're talking about this guy." And he's like, "Oh, I love all your movies." I'm like, oh, so that <laughs> fucking shit's gonna be happening at Lulu Wang's house, right? Leave him at home. So I call. Well, so I call John Paul, and I go, "Listen, we're not going to Chris and Mercedes' house for the Oscars. I'm doing a, I'm doing a setup." And he goes, "Oh." Oh, good. We'll do something else. He goes because John John can't even go anyway. He goes. Um, he doesn't want to be seen in public because he got some sort of weird like disease where he was, his face is all scarred. I don't I don't know what's going on. Right. So then I go what? And he goes yeah. So he can't go. I go no. We're going to Lulu Wang's. And then he goes oh my god that's so exciting. And he goes and John's not gonna be there. And we were like yay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he still with that guy? It's so weird. Oh, okay. Here's the story too. I should. I hope John Paul never hears this. I saw John Paul last week, and John Paul had his CPA appointment. Okay. Okay. And to do his taxes, and John didn't go. Right. And the CPA, some old lady, like she's in her eighties, and she goes, she goes, "Where's John?" And he goes, "Oh, he didn't come." She goes, "Oh, well, where's where's his like his tax thing?" And she, John's like. Oh, he didn't. He didn't work last year. And she goes, just rolls her eyes. And then she goes, I keep waiting for the day you walk. She's like, I got excited when I didn't see him with you. I thought thought you were gonna tell me he broke. You broke up with him finally. (laughs) Real
0: quick, friend of the show, Paul Tran. You Mm -hmm. know him? Yeah, yeah. DC Tran. Um, he's married now, so he's Paul Tran Austin, but he posted on February 5th on Facebook that he's been very sick for, for the past few weeks, which Uh resulted in scars on the right side of his face, (gasps) a viral infection started by his nose and ventured across his lips, across Mm -hmm. his cheek and down his neck. They were able to stop the spread, but he's going to have some scars on part of his nose. It looks like, isn't that interesting? I wonder if it's the same thing.
1: Oh, I wonder, I've never heard of this before. I've never heard of this before, to Either I—I'll I, be honest with you. Um, this is what I think, though. This is the second week in a row in a podcast I've used this song. Um, could you tell the same jokes over and over? <laughs> <laughs> did you listen to "Throwing Down" last week? Uh, yeah, I did. Adam Burns is the gift that keeps on giving. Did you hear the revelation he made during this song? Remind me. That he had sex with a guy who had cerebral palsy. <laughs> yeah, and everyone yeah. should know. I legit have not talked. I'm, I'm I'm saving it for the show to explore next week on the show. But uh, yeah, maybe I should get maybe I should get John a Phantom of the Opera mask. Right. Anyway, part of me thinks because John and this is where I'm wondering. I'll have I'll have, a, I'll have a, an H to H with uh, John Paul on Sunday. At Lulu Wang's swanky Oscar party, is could it be that Evil John is back on meth? Oh,
2: because
1: don't she you like pick your face and do weird? shit? Yeah. Well, no. Ever I mean... since the surgery, because because they had to put okay, that's a whole that's we'll talk about that off the air. All right, guys. Uh, well, yeah. So that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> I keep wanting to end the show.
0: Oh, hey, it was nice catching up with DJ. I forgot I ha- that that's my thing. I always keep forgetting. Good to have Mike. Bye.
2: Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefevre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.